0: This podcast was produced by FM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.
1: We are living in a time where our future is uncertain, which means youth voice is as important as ever. Kia ora, join me, Leo, on Operation Rakatahi on ORFM's Youth Zone, one hundred five point four FM. 15:75 am or online at oar.org.nz or download the Youth zone app on google play or the apple app store i'm on the air every second tuesday at 4 p.m kia ora and welcome back to operation rakatahi with leo so um yeah it's been it's been a couple of weeks it's um, felt like a lot longer, it's been a very slow couple of weeks, but it's very busy time of year, getting assessments done and all, and um, I hope all of you guys listening out there are having a good time. Um, so, today I'm going to be t- talking about the um, Israel-Palestine crisis thing that's going on right now, and just how much of a big deal it is and what's actually going on because it's not been talked about yet again just another thing happening in the world you don't really hear much of that I really want to use this platform to talk about and create conversation because it's important to be talked about and yeah and we're privileged here in little old New Zealand away from everything in the world going on right now and it's just crazy so yeah so i'm gonna start i've got out the kiwi music cd cd out again so i'm gonna play you some um some of the up-to-date music uh yeah so we'll be back soon after these couple of songs so we'll play lab yes i do and i'll follow it up with something else there we go
2: Youth programming on Otago Access Radio is made possible from the generous support from the Nania, Otago Community Trust, Otago Community Broadcasters Society and Dunedin Central
3: Rotary. Youth programming on Otago Access Radio is made possible from the generous support from the Otago Community Broadcasters Society, the Dunedin City Council Creative Community Scheme and the Dunedin Central Rotary.
0: Oh yeah.
1: And welcome back to Operation Rakatahi with Leo. So, um, right, let's get into the show. So, today we're going to be talking about the Israel Palestine conflict and what's going on over there. Because, um, for those who don't know, at least 188 people, including 55 children, have been killed in Gaza over the last few days. And this is only the numbers that we know about as of right now, it could be higher. in the latest attacks on monday and it's it's quite um shocking to hear it's it's not surprising but it is still shocking like if you follow the news for quite a while there has been um conflict in israel for quite some time for over the last hundred years but it's still shocking when you do see attacks like this happen because it kind of goes oh my gosh like the world is a mess and it's very yeah so i'm gonna read an article just to fill everyone in because then i can go jumping in and discuss it uh yeah so i'm reading an article from bbc news israel gaza violence the conflict explained this will just give a wee bit of a backstory for the context of the chat uh An escalation of fighting between the Israelis and the Palestinians has led the UN to warn of a full-scale war. Uh, The violence has followed after a month of rising tensions in Jerusalem, though the conflict has gone on for decades. How did it start? Well, Britain took control of the area known as Palestine after the ruler of that part of the Middle East, the Ottoman Empire, was defeated in World War I. The land was then inhabited by a Jewish minority and an Arab majority. Tensions between the two peoples grew when the international community gave Britain the task of establishing a national home in Palestine for Jewish people. Uh, For Jews, it was their ancestral home, but Palestinian Arabs also claimed that the land claim to the land and opposed to the move. Between the 1920s and the 1940s, a number of Jews arriving there grew, with many fleeing persecution in Europe seeking and seeking a homeland after the Holocaust and World War Two. Violence between Jews and Arabs and British rule also grew. In 1947, the UN voted for Palestine to be split into separate Jewish and Arab states with Jerusalem becoming an international city. The plan was accepted by Jewish leaders but rejected by the Arab side and was never implemented. The creation of Israel was a catastrophe. In 1948, unable to solve the problem, British rulers left and Jewish leaders declared the creation of the State of Israel. Many Palestinians objected and a war followed. Troops from neighboring Arab countries invaded. Hundreds of thousands of Palestinians fled, were forced out of their homes in what they called al 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 Nakba, the Catastrophe. By the time the fighting had ended in a ceasefire the following year, Israel controlled most of the con- most of the territory. Jordan occupied land which became what is known as West Bank, and Egypt occupied Gaza. And Gaza is most of the land of interest in the recent um, uh, divide. Jerusalem. Was divided between Israeli forces in the west and Jordanian forces in the east. Because a peace agreement, there was never a peace agreement. Each side blamed the other, and there have been more wars and fighting in the decades which has followed. And the recent attacks are just another onto the long series of wars that have gone on. In another war, in 1967, Israel occupied East Jerusalem and the West Bank, as well as most of the Syrian Golan Heights, and Gaza and the Egyptian Sinai Peninsula. Most Palestinian refugees and their descendants live in Gaza and the West Bank, as well as neighbouring Jordan, Syria and Lebanon. Neither they nor their descendants have been allowed to return Allowed by Israel to return to their homes, Israel s- says it would overwhelm the country and threaten its existence as a Jewish state. Israel still occupies the West Bank, although it pulled out of Gaza. The UN still regards the piece of la- the piece of land, ah, uh, still regards the piece the Gaza piece of land, as part of occupied territory. Israel claims the whole of the Jerusalem as the capital, which Palestinians claim East Jer- Jerusalem as the capital of the future Palestinian state uh, the u s is one of the many handful of countries to recognize Israel's claim to the whole of the city in the in the past fifty years. Israel has built settlements in these areas where more than 600,000 Jews now live. Palestinians say that uh, these are illegal under international law and are obstacles to peace, but Israel denies this. So what's happening now today? Tensions are often high between Israel and Palestinians living in East Jerusalem, Gaza and the West Bank. Gaza is ruled by a Palestinian militant group called Hamas, which has fought Israel many times. Israel and Egypt tightly control Gaza's border to stop weapons getting to Hamas. Palestinians in Gaza, Gaza, and the West Bank say they're suffering because of Israeli actions and restrictions. Israel say it is only acting to protect itself from Palestinian violence. Things have escalated since the start of the holy Muslim month of Ramadan in mid-April 2021, with nightly clashes between police and Palestinians. The threatened the threatened eviction of some Palestinian families in East Jerusalem has also caused rising anger. What are the main problems? There are there is a number of main issues with israel and the palestinians cannot agree on these include what should happen with the refugees whether jewish settlements in the occupied west bank should stay or be removed whether the two sides should share jerusalem or perhaps the most tricky of us or of it all whether a palestinian state could be created alongside israel peace talks have been taking place on and off for more than 25 years but so far have never solved the conflict. What does the future hold? In short, the situation isn't going to be sorted out anytime soon. The most recent peace plan prepared by the United States when Donald Trump was president called the deal of the century by Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has been dismissed by the Palestinians as one-sided and never got off the ground. Any future peace deal would need both sides to resolve these complex issues. Until that happens, the conflict will go on. So, that's kind of a broad, very broad overview of the past and the present on what is actually going on in Israel. Um, it, it, It It just this is like generations of conflict building up and what is happening is pretty much yeah um what's going on is it's kind of everything that's been going on is generational conflict that's Probably it, w- it will have become normalised in Israel because everyone's used to it. Everyone wants something different, but it's been going on for the past hundred years, and it's what most people only know. And it, it, it it's created it's it's actually quite a mess in the whole idea of Israel being made as a state originally had good intentions, but it's not being implemented back when the British had control like it was not organised well at all post World War 1 and even then post World War 2 like what is it with the British drawing up random lines and destroying um destroying land and people within it for generations to come it's just another effect of colonisation that is seeping through to today even though the colonizers are well gone and vacated in this case i i genuinely think that it's what is going on is like is quite it's actually a catastrophe that this has had to be going it still goes on to this day and you've got people in um in israel and gaza feared for their lives that they could be the next one dead in these attacks to stop uprisings. And and it's quite a sad thing to see because it's continuous. Like, it makes you realise how privileged we are here in New Zealand where we don't have to Um, suffer through these sorts of attacks every day and worry for our lives in the same way and like you don't hear reports of 188 people in a day being killed by a bomb like and it makes us and also like I feel like every time I'm talking about a major conflict that's going on overseas that I'm talking about how no one seems to care. And like I feel like the more and more I I feel like I'm running on a broken record and saying the same things all the time because no one out in the big wide world seems to care about what's going on in the world and and especially and especially The source of our news. I think also part of why we don't care is we're not even hearing about it either. Like, we're still having a real whitewash news. And, like, if this was happening in the UK or in the US, it would be the world's biggest news and everyone would be talking about it and everyone would be freaking out. Like, that's just the world we live in. Like, we have a report on people invading... Uh, Congress and creating all matter of chaos killing a couple of people but no one seems to care when there's a full on scale civil war going on where hundreds and hundreds of people are being bombed per day and it's continuous and we're not hearing about it the same way. Yeah you're hearing about it here and there but not to the same level as it would in a more developed and western nation like it's actually really sad that we are, c- are continuously having the same discussion about it not being addressed. And this is another thing where we should be knowing about what's going on in our world, but either people just don't care or aren't even being. come in contact with it. And like. yeah. So. I'm going to go to another song break and then we're going to keep chatting some more because I've got a few more things I want to uh, chat about. But yeah, so we'll head back to the CD and we'll play Ray's Drive Slow and I'll follow it up with Slow Down.
2: You better strap in tight Cause love can be a bumpy ride One minute you're high The next you crash and burn without one goodbye So baby, don't switch lanes on me Switching like a switchblade, you see Don't curb me, be straight with me I know I've been swerving up every which way, sorry We should slow it down for a minute, I ain't in no rush don't want to lose control and get crushed Maybe we should drive slow Cause these things take time though let us no telling where we might go But I know we on the right road Baby we should drive slow Cause these things take time though I like you, you like me That's one thing that I know Drive slow Drive, slow. drive slow, slow. slow. Cause these things take time, you know Baby, we should drive slow. Kataya they you I'm not going ke be a happy girl. I'm not going to be a happy girl. I'm not going to be to be a happy to Copy your two, copy mine, Guahu Te Pagado. We should drive slow. Cause it's tasting time now. Baby, we should drive slow. I don't think you can bump it, a little complex, baby, don't sweat. Just cruise up into the sunset Baby, we should drive slow Cause these things take time, though Tell us, not tell them where we might go But I know we on the right road Baby, we should drive slow yeah, Cause these things take time, though I like you, you like me That's one thing that I
3: has something we wish we could tell our younger self. What would you say to yours? On Dear Younger Me, we'll be having conversations with people from a ray of communities and contexts about what they wish they could say to their younger self. Tune in to Dear Younger Me on YouthZone Zone every second Tuesday at 4pm on ORFM Dunedin, 105.4 FM and 1575 AM. You can find podcasts of this show from oar.org.nz or download the Youth Zone app YZNZ.app
1: Global Youth NZ on ORFM's Youth Zone Hi, I'm Jayden
3: I'm Lily And I'm Jayushka
2: Join us every Thursday afternoon as we explore the variety of cultures that call Dunedin
1: home Through interviews, conversation and music we'll expand your knowledge of the world and expose you to new ideas from a youth perspective
3: That's Global Youth NZ 4pm Thursdays on ORFM Dunedin
1: Podcasts available from the Youth Zone app why Z N Z dot
4: myself in a cloak to erode all the words that they say about me. Took a test on my best to admit what you know is the only right thing. On the fence party dress, make a plan to give out what they think I should. This is complex what I choose for the eyes that decide what they see. Do you want me to burn out and throw myself down? Read aloud what you want me to say. I've been sipping on juice that's been so watered down. Now I'm all out of place.
5: I'm at the end of my.
3: Celebrating local music Join Carl every second Tuesday As he brings you the latest in local music As well as some Kiwi favourites Hear from the musicians, discover new music And celebrate New Zealand's unique music scene That's choice as on Youthstone Every second Tuesday at 4.30pm On Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM
1: Welcome back to Operation Arakatahi with Leo. So, if you've just joined us, I've been talking about the the recent bombings in Gaza and the background between the Israeli and Palestinian uh, fraught relationship in cohabiting Israel So, over the last hundred years. So, um, if you've just joined us, I, I've been talking about what's happened in the historical background and what has led to it i'm now going to be talking about the now and how the world has reacted because that's an important thing to understand because like understanding the treatment that is going on and who's condemning the violence who's not condemning the violence and it's there's a lot of things and It gets tricky how we um, dissect how some of the politics at hand around all of it works because it means that there's weird complexities to it that adds to the event as well. So, at least 188 people, including 55 children, have been killed after the recent air attacks on Gaza. Uh, Israeli airstrikes on Gaza City flattened three buildings and killed at least 42 people on Sunday alone. The assault was the single deadliest attack since Israel's bombardment of the besieged territory nearly a week ago, marking the worst escalation in violence since the devastating war in 2014. Here is how the world is reacting to the latest Israeli attacks in Gaza. This was written by Al Jazeera. Uh, the United States told the UN Security Council on Sunday that it has made clear to Israel the Palestinians and others are ready to offer support and should s- seek the parties a cease to, for a ceasefire to end the worsening violence between Israel and the Palestinian fighters in Gaza. The United States has been working tirelessly through diplomatic channels to try and bring an end to the conflict. U.S. Ambassador to the UN, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, said to the UN, because Washington, a strong ally of Israel, has isolated, has been isolated at the United Nations over its objection to a public statement on the Security Council on the worst violence between Israel and Palestinians in years because it worries it could harm behind-the-scenes diplomacy. On Saturday, US President Joe Biden, in a phone call with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, expressed grave concern over the flare-up of violence between Israel and Gaza, the White House said. Uh, The White House also said it communicated with Israel over the need to ensure the safety of journalists after the Israeli military destroyed the building houses of Al Jazeera's and AP's officers. We have communicated directly with Israelis in ensuring the safety of security journalists and the independent media is paramount responsibility, White House Press Secretary Jen uh, Patsky said in a tweet. Now, that's interesting that they're going down that route because actually it kind of sidelines it. And it's yes, the having journalism safety is important because if you're getting. A balanced news from the source that's also like because you don't want to have a, the Israel to, Israel to have no journalists and have almost a you don't know what news is what because you're not getting it directly from the source so it's interesting but it feels weird that the U.S. is not condemning it and they're kind of Acting it's like it's okay but not at the same time. So it's it's a really weird issue and Yeah. China on Sunday voiced regret that the United States was blocking a US UN Security Council statement on Israeli Palestine voices and urged great and urged greater and urged greater, in, um, urge greater in international efforts to stop the bloodshed, regrettably simply because of the obstruction of one country, Security Council hasn't been able to speak with one voice. Foreign Minister Wang Yi. Uh, he's also added, "We call upon the U.S. to shoulder its responsibilities, and take a and take a just position together, and and we can almost." And the most of the international community support the Security Council in seizing the easing the situation, she said. Jordan's King Abu Dallah said on Sunday that his kingdom was involved with intensive diplomacy to halt the characterized characterized of Israeli military escalation and the the worst Israeli-Palestine violence in years Um, yeah it's interesting that a neighbouring country has chosen to denounce it because I guess it puts yeah it's a very yeah The United Nations Human Rights Chief has urged Israel and Gaza's Hamas rulers to reduce tensions. Michelle Balachay said that the statement is rather seeking to calm tensions, inflammatory rhetoric from leaders on all sides seeking to excite tensions rather than calm them. The communications director of Turkey's president tweeted that Israel's targeting of the Associated Press and Al Jazeera's offices in Gaza were a blow to the freedom of the press. Qatar, Qatar's foreign minister has met with top Hamas officials, according to, state, or to a statement of Qatar's foreign ministry on Saturday and ask and ask them to repeal the violence, a top hummers leader in the group said the group in the Gaza Strip will not retreat in the face of the attack from the Israeli troops. That's interesting that they're choosing not to flee and stand in their ground because they are on their homeland. it's homeland that they share with the Israelis and having that yeah. And so it's creating a whole lot of it just continues the tension even more because yeah so that's just a wee brief overview of a few different perspectives of what's going on and it's interesting to um, hear all the things about what's going on with the press over there because essentially bombing Al Jazeera and the Associated Press is I would say is silencing of the press because and continuing the violence in secret, nonetheless, because it's trying to hide the impact that they're inflicting. And continuing the violence in that way is a tricky situation that many have to deal with in Israel and Gaza, where it's continuing. And then also the citizens won't exactly know what's going on. So it's... um it's interesting that the United States has been essentially refusing to condemn the violence outright and it, it, it's making them look, it's making them look problematic on the world stage, in my opinion. Like it's making this, it feels like that they're trying to, they're keeping their self interests in, because it's diplomatic and more strategic to not criticise the Israeli government for their actions, where because it isolates them from them from future trade deals essentially and or the u s being able to intervene and create more peace treaties like they did that Donald Trump did all the time when he was president and and I didn't see any of those peace treaties working. That he's helped that the US has helped implement. Um, so it's very interesting that there is a whole lot of craziness that isn't just located with the direct attacks, it's a wide, it's far reaching because it's creating influence and discussion points all over the world. And yeah, so we haven't got much longer left to talk about the show. So I hope you guys enjoyed that show. Um, it was, yeah, so it was a it was a nice wee overview to create discussion around the Israel-Palestinian conflict and what is going on and the wide-reaching impact from it. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah, so... If you'd like to contact support from a trained counsellor, I always include this in every single episode so you know where to go, contact 1737. Also download the Youth Zone app on the Apple App Store or Google Play to listen to podcasts and exclusive content. Visit our Instagram page, give give me a follow at operation.rangatahi and if you want to come on the show as a guest, or have any issues you want spoken about on the air, flick me an email at operation.rangatahi at gmail.com. Yeah, so next week, um, I'm trying to get in a guest for next week, so, yeah, it won't just be me talking to a mic, and it'll be a more flowing, interviewee discussion-type style show, rather than me presenting directly to you. Um, Yeah, and... Yeah, so... Thank you guys for tuning in, and I'll see you in two weeks' time. Ka kite anō. Bye. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin, with support from New
2: Zealand On the Air.